Welcome to A Magical Life, Health, Wealth and Weight Loss. I'm your host, Magic Barclay, Lead Practitioner at Holistic Natural Health Australia and number one best-selling author. In this podcast, I aim to give you practical tips on how to accelerate and sustain your health, increase your financial, spiritual and emotional wealth and to look at something that haunts many of us needlessly, weight loss. In some episodes, I'll have guests available to give you even more tips, but in others, the floor is yours. Drop us a line at A Magical Life Podcast on Facebook and let me know what you would like to know more about. Now, sit back and enjoy, because it is time for you to create and truly discover a magical life. Welcome back to A Magical Life. I'm your host, Magic Barclay, and I'm again joined by Lisa Miron today. And we're talking all things multi-layered healing. That could be layers of the family, layers of yourself. Let's get straight into it. Welcome back, Lisa. Thank you for having me again. I'm so, so happy to be here with you. Absolute pleasure. Now, look, in 121, we did discuss family constellations, but we kind of discussed the multi-dimensional or multi-layered healing. So once someone recognizes that healing is the physical, but healing is also the emotional and healing is the mental, how can they meld all of those together and get to a deeper layer of healing? So it's doing them all separately and then bringing them all together. So you said emotional, mental, and and spiritual, right? Correct. Yeah. So the emotional part is the part of the emotions. So it's very important to, to work with our emotions, like I was talking in the previous episode. And when we're able to accept them, when we're able to understand that every emotion is there for a reason, for something that it is showing us and is helping us to deal in our life, a situation that we're struggling with or that we're enjoying because we're talking about all kind, kinds of emotions. If we're able to, to learn, to understand, to be able to, to know what each emotion is telling us in each moment in our lives, it's like a tool that we can have in every single situation because Instead of being something that keeps us blocked or keeps us away from being able to deal with our life, we use it as a tool and as a navigating tool because it helps us deal with when somebody doesn't respect us because then we feel anger, but then we don't react from this anger. We understand that I'm getting angry for a reason, so I'm able to understand the emotion, be grateful, calm down a little bit to be able to react in a way that's going to be better than if I just react with the anger. So I use it as a tool because I'm I'm starting to inform myself about my life situations when I'm listening to to my emotions. And something that I was saying here that is very important is I notice the anger and then I calm down and I make a decision. And this is very important because when we have a very strong emotion, We cannot think clearly. We're not able to think clearly. And this is why often when we react with the anger, when we're like in the strong, in the highest part of the anger, we often hurt others and we hurt ourselves. And this is because we cannot think clearly. And this goes to all emotions. It happens even with with happiness. 
I'm sure you've seen these movies that, you know, the girl meets the boy and they're in love and there's hearts everywhere and they say, let's get married. Yay, let's get married. And it's like the worst decision ever. But they're just like this high part of the emotion and they just don't think clearly. We don't think clearly. When any emotion is so strong, it's so high. So it's, it's important to understand this so that if we're making an important decision, we make it when we have calmed down a little bit, when we don't have the emotion in its full expression. Because when we do decisions in that moment, they might not be the best decision. So then we use all these emotions to understand what's going on in our lives, use them as tools to guide us on what's going on and what we should do and when we should do things. So this is very important for the emotional part. And then uh, the mental part, uh, it's always important to learn. It's always important to expand. It's always important to continue to try to be better, to learn how to do things differently in order to, to, to have that information and to start implement that in our life. And at the same time, I think the most important knowledge of how to calm the mind, because the mind can be very busy and we have thoughts coming in all the time and we cannot stop the thoughts. Often we think that when we are meditating, what we're doing is we're stopping the thoughts, but that is not possible. The natural state of the mind is to have thoughts coming in all the time. So what we're doing when we're meditating is that we are being aware of the thoughts and then we're letting them go. We are not getting attached by them. And the moment that we realize the thoughts, we become aware and we let them go. And this is constantly what we're doing in the meditation. And it's such an important tool. And it's an important tool to, to work with the mind because then it's going to help us in our daily life. It's like a practice, like a practice of any tool or skill that we have. We need to practice it. So once we practice this letting go of the thoughts uh, while we're doing meditation, once we are in our daily life, and we have all these thoughts coming, coming in our mind and we are not focused and we're overwhelmed, we can notice the thoughts and let them go and then focus on whatever we want to focus. But the more we practice in meditation, the better we'll be able to do it in our life. And often is this overwhelming uh, thoughts that we have, the amount of thoughts that are coming to our mind all the time that, that really makes us exhausted. So this is something that I feel that is very important for, for the mind, to be able to have this on the mind. And then uh, the, spiritual, the spiritual part is the part of connecting us with our inner self, with our inner peace, with however a path each of us wants to choose. Whatever takes us there, whatever takes us to be able to be present, to be the best we can be connecting to others, but also connecting with ourselves the way we are without uh, trying to change anything, being at peace with who we are in the moment and expand with love to everything and everywhere. And the spiritual part is often connected with religions. And everybody has their own ways, their own preferences, their own energetic connections with one style or an, another style, one person or another person. So th this is something that, that, that is very personal, that each person needs to decide what, what, is, what works for them. And to know that what works for one person is not necessarily what's going to work for, for another. But it doesn't matter. What we need to know is what works for us and what works for us in this moment. Because something that was working maybe 10 years ago 
may not work anymore. So we can, it's okay to look for something different as long as whatever we're looking is going to help us be better and be better in this present moment. So when we start developing each of these areas on their own, it's also like developing all together because they start working together for the experiences that we're having in our life. The emotions are helping us have a, a better a better life, connect to, to others in a different way, have a healthy body, our mind, having a clear focus, not being overwhelmed by thoughts, being able to learn and, and have new things, new information in our lives. And then the spiritual part, however, we want to connect to the spiritual path. It's going to bring together all this understanding that's going to give us the strength to be able to have this health, this emotional, spiritual, and mental health in our lives. I love that message. That is just spot on. Thank you for sharing that with the listeners. Now, we did talk about this in the last episode, but knowing what is your trauma or your memories and knowing what is inherited. So once you can distinguish where that is coming from, is there a way to have a conversation with loved ones that may still be alive to say, do you know what, I've got this in my life, but it's not mine, it's yours, and we need to work on it? So that is different. You don't need to really have a conversation with somebody else because what we do is that we take this on unconsciously in the first years of our lives. And we made it, we accepted this, we connected to this and we accepted it. So we don't need to give it back to the other person. We just need to let go of it ourselves. So we actually do not need to have the conversation. We just need to to decide to let go what is not ours and that is not our responsibility to carry. And then once we let go, then we release it. But it doesn't mean that we have taken it on from the other person and the other person doesn't have it anymore. So when we release it, it's not that it's going to now go back to the other person. What happens is that when another person has it, then we start carrying it as well, but we both carry it. We're not sharing it. We're both like suffering with the same. So for example, maybe my mother lost a baby and was not able to deal with the grief. And that was a baby that she had before I was born. So in the moment that I'm born, I, I connect to this grief of her. And, and, and I feel like if, if you are not able to enjoy life because of this grief, I'm not going to be able to enjoy either. I'm going to be here with you in this grief. So when I choose to let go of the grief, it's not that I'm giving it back to her. It's just I'm releasing something that is not mine to carry. So we don't need to have that conversation. And it's not going to make the other person worse when we release this. Because it's not like I'm carrying load off the other person. It's like now we're both stuck. Instead of one person being stuck, we're both stuck. And when actually I release and I start connecting to life, I start enjoying life, I get out of this hole of being in this grief of, of, of my mother. This actually helps her because this enjoyment, this life force that I start connecting to is what actually helps our ancestors the most to, to, for them to heal by resonance, just by the connection that we all have. So we often think that when we are releasing it's going to go back to the others, but it's not like that. We're just releasing what is not ours. And then the others are going to start 
being able to heal easily by our healing, by our connection. So, so this is what we're doing. And this is why we actually don't need to have the conversation. Thanks for clarifying that. Is there anything else that you would like to share with the listeners today? So I think that um, something very important is the part that I mentioned already of enjoying the present moment. Because we're often waiting for something to happen. We're waiting to have that physical body. We're waiting to have the perfect partner. We're waiting to have the perfect job. And until we're going to have it, we are going to allow ourselves to be happy. We're going to allow ourselves to enjoy. We're going to allow ourselves to do to, to whatever. And something that we need to realize is that life goes on and we might be waiting our whole lives to be happy. And what we need to do is to be able to enjoy the present moment, to, to be happy in the present moment. Sometimes it's hard because we're not in our adult. Uh, we can be trapped like in a victim state. We can be trapped like in a child state that doesn't let us like make decisions, adult decisions. So we need to be uh, able to say, I'm not responsible for myself. I'm not a child anymore. And I'm not going to be a victim here suffering. I'm going to be an adult. I am the one responsible for myself. Nobody else is. So I'm going to take care of myself. And I'm going to do whatever I, I think it's necessary to be able to, to get to the goals that, that I want in my life. But I'm going to enjoy the process. I'm not going to wait until I reach the goal. I'm going to enjoy the path. I'm going to enjoy the moment of right now. Even if I have these problems, these difficulties, these challenges, they're not going to keep me from being happy in this present moment, from being able to enjoy, from being able to be okay in my life. I now make this decision because it's actually a decision that we are able to make. And when we're conscious about that, we are able to, to, to enjoy. We're able to connect to gratefulness for what we do have and to be able to, to enjoy the present moment instead of waiting for something in the future to happen for us to be able to enjoy. I love that. That's great. Thank you. Lisa, thank you so much for sharing all of this great information with the listeners now they can find you on Facebook at New Family Constellations and Instagram at Lisa Miron Coaching. I again thank you so much for sharing your expertise and your passion with us. Listeners, this was your episode 122 of A Magical Life. Coming up in 123, we have Lachlan Dunn, an amazing 22-year-old young man talking to us about transcendent explorations and we will be discussing what is shadow work. So that will be coming up in episode 123. For now, listeners, thank you for your time. Go forth and create your magical life. Thanks for listening today. Please subscribe to hear future episodes, leave a review and share this podcast. You can follow us on Facebook at A Magical Life Podcast or at Holistic Natural Health Australia. That's holistic with a W. You can find us on Instagram at Holistic Natural Health or at www.holisticnaturalhealth.com.au. That's where you'll access all sorts of articles, freebies and more.